Welcome everyone to South Bend, Indiana. Merrimack Warrior pregame show continues, and we visit with the head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, Jeff Jackson. And uh, coach, let's start with your uh, team as of late. You come in with an eight-game unbeaten streak. Uh, what has worked particularly well for you in that span? Well, it's been a number of different things. I mean, depending upon what game or what series, I mean, you know, I, I would say goaltending at Denver. Um, you know, I think that against BCU is goaltending and just, you know, timely scoring at the end of the game. I mean, there's just a number of different scenarios that, you know, I think that our team has responded when we've been down a few times. We've uh, given up a lead a few times. Um, but, it's, I mean, it's been a good stretch. And, you know, you know frankly, I think that, uh, you know, we've, we've been fortunate, too. I mean, there's always luck involved um, to, to get into any kind of a streak. So, you know, but we got to just take care of business game to game. You know, we've tried not to focus on I haven't even talked about it. You know, I, I don't even realize it until a couple of games ago that we had any kind of a streak going. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's nice to win. It's nice to be successful. But uh, it's not gonna it's not gonna be easy the rest of the way in, in hockey. So we're through with the non-conference games and it's on to the real world. Well, you talk about goaltending. Cal Peterson's put up some good numbers this season. Uh, how strong has his play been overall? Well, you know, he took off last year in the second half. He really, you know, he really became a factor um, for us. And you know, I, I haven't seen that kind of goaltending from him in the first half until the, until we just played Denver. I mean, he's had he's played well for us. Um, certainly good enough for us to have success. But you know, when he he had to make, a, you know, we haven't been giving up that many shots until the Denver weekend, and all of a sudden, you know, he's facing 40 shots, and you know, he stands on his head. He did that a fair amount in the second half of last year. So we don't want to be giving up 40 shots, but we need him to, you know, keep that 92, 93 save percentage, uh, even if we give up 25. So that's the biggest key for him. And offensively, one of the uh, incoming freshmen, Dylan Momquist, uh, he really looks like to be an impact player as well. Well, you know, he wasn't even supposed to be here. He was playing high school hockey a year ago. We really wanted him to play an extra year junior hockey. Um, you know, we, we were fine with him playing his senior year uh, in high school, but um, we wanted him to play a year of juniors. But when Hinnestroza left, we had to make a decision. We had another recruit that we had uh, already got through admissions. We had to make a decision, and Dylan was the most likely to, to replace uh, Vinny uh, as far as being an offensive threat and a kind of a game-breaker type of player. And, you know, Dylan has got that ability. Um, you know, I think that he's done a great job for us you know i think that's one of the reasons we've had some success is because we've gotten some production from people you know in the depth of our of our lineup did you feel that coming into the year offense was going to be a strong point now 19 uh, you've got 19 different goal scorers the most in hockey east uh, has it played out the way you thought it would offensively um, I knew if we were going to be successful, we probably would have to have scoring depth. Um, I didn't know where it was going to come from. I mean, the only pure scorer that we've had in the past, and probably the guy that hasn't had the most success this year is, is, is Mario Lucia. You know, he's only got four, but, you know, he's been a 20-goal scorer, and, um, you know, we're ho still hoping he catches fire. But, you know, the fact that he hasn't produced and we've still scored like we have is certainly an indication that we're getting production from a lot of different people. Now, another thing I was hoping to get your input on, the Big Ten legislation proposal changing the incoming uh, freshman age. Where do you stand on that issue, and do you think it's a good thing for college hockey? Well, I mean, frankly, I, I've been on both sides of it. You know, when, when I was at Lake Superior State, we recruited older freshmen. But the rule was the, was the way that they want to change it back to, uh, the Big Ten does. The rule was um, I had a couple 20-year-old freshmen and very good players that helped us win a couple national championships and only had three years of eligibility mm -hmm. because they turned 24. They lost a year. Uh, they lost their senior year. They both came back to graduate, but, um, you know, that's the way the rule was. I mean, frankly, I mean, my involvement, you know, with College Hockey Incorporated, 
collaborated with Paul Kelly and sitting with the National Hockey League, that was one of their biggest complaints about college hockey, and it's one of the reasons why, in many cases, they push kids to major junior um, because we're too old. And, and frankly, they want these young 18-year-old kids like Jack Eichel or Noah Hannafin, they want them to be successful playing against players closer to their own age so they can, you know, like... You know, so they can score 50 goals, mm-hmm. as opposed to in, in, in college hockey, maybe they only get 20. Sure. So you know, so I, I mean, I, frankly, I mean, I'm, in, I don't think there's a huge issue. I don't think, you know, it's that big. I don't think it's going to impact junior hockey that much. I mean, I, I think it would be okay for it to happen, but it's not the end of the world to me because, like I said, I've been on both sides of the the issue. Well, let's take a look at tonight's opponent, Merrimack. What are your thoughts on this team as you see them for the first time? Uh, finishing up a seven-game road trip, and uh, you know, the Warriors seem to be struggling to score a little bit. What are your thoughts on them? Well, early on, I mean, I thought that they were probably the most improved team in Hockey East. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I know, I know that they ran into some injury issues. I'm sure that's impacted. I mean, they've lost, I think they've lost Sini a couple times. They've lost their number one goaltender for a while. I mean, those kind of things, especially with a young team that was, you know, I think really looking up, you know, you get some things thrown at you. I mean, we've been fortunate in that area where we haven't uh, had any key injuries for sustained periods of time because it would impact us. So, you know, now that they're getting healthy, they're getting guys back, I think that, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're a load. They're a handful. You know, they don't play soft. They play hard, and they come at you. And, you know, they've got some good weapons both on the office side of the puck, and their goaltender's extremely good. So, you know, I, I think that in the second half it's going to be interesting for them if they can stay healthy. Well, let me get your thoughts on the keys to the game. The first period has been a terrific one for the Irish. You've outscored your opponents 23-8. to Merrimack seems to get stronger as the game goes along. What do you see as a key to this game? Is it important to get off to a good start here at home? Well, we like to get off to a good start at home. I mean, frankly, it's been one of our weaknesses over the last several years. So, you know, the fact that we've made it a point of emphasis that we want to get off to a good start, especially at home, um, is a huge factor for us. But, you know, we've also had issues, you know, where we've given up leads later in the game. We've also come from behind later in the game so it's been a funny team in that regard that you know we've, we've gone on both ends of the spectrum as far as you know never getting too high or never getting too low but you know last weekend was a tough one you know giving up a three goal lead um, in the third period you know that's that's tough to swallow and you know we've got to grow we got to mature and understand we have to play 60 minute hockey games well Jeff it's always great seeing you thank you so much for your time and uh, best of luck tonight and the rest of the way thank you all right, that's Jeff Jackson, the head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. We'll return with more on the pregame show next. You're tuned in to Merrimack Warrior Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Broadcast Network.